Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and uh, Andrew and I would like to welcome you to the BetUS weekly show. We're very excited to bring you the NBA Game 2 of the finals. And Mr. Hansen, are you ready to attack this NBA slate? I sure am. Yeah, it was a unique Game 1 with some key injuries on the Miami side. Uh, really tough for the Heat fans out there. Brutal. Um, really unfortunate. But, you know, each day, each slate, as we always talk about, is a new opportunity and so we just have to, you know, realign everything, project the minutes, uh, try to figure out the matchups, uh, the game script, and, you know, see if we can build some winners here for our listeners. Absolutely. And, you know, it with guys being down, it certainly narrows the, the player pool a bit on showdown slate. That makes it even tougher. So right. we're really going to try to figure it out, look at the rotation. And, uh, you know, sometimes situations like this end up being a blessing in disguise and, you know, go out there and crush it. So uh, this is going to be a good one to, to talk through. But as I mentioned, this is our weekly uh, betus.com.pa show uh, with DFS Coach Talk and uh, our presenting sponsor, Phenomenal. We, uh, they've been around over 25 years. I've personally been a member there for 13 best payouts. And they've given us a special offer to put out there to our listeners. It's 125% match on your first deposit. And uh, all you have to do is go to betus.com.pa, put in the uh, promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space. Uh, And I spoke with with those guys today, too. I want to uh, tell you this, Andrew, on here so we can mention it on social media as well. Uh, We had a few folks on there that uh, put DFS Coach Talk as the, the promo code. But ah. they're so awesome there. Uh, they had contacted us today to congratulate us on all the activity we're getting on, on YouTube. So thank you so much for all the listeners out there. You guys are awesome. But uh, they what they did is they, they uh, were able to red flag those and give those people the 125%, Excellent. even though they had the DFS part on there. So if you're listening... If you sign up through their website or you go to dfscoachtalk.com and sign up, it's just Coach Talk with no space, one word, to make sure you get that 125. But uh, you guys that did sign up, you can double check it. And based on what they said today, uh, you guys are good to go. So we really enjoy their their partnership there. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, there's only one Coach Talk, uh, but D- DFS is like a bonus. It's like if on Jeopardy, if that's your answer. Alex yeah. Trebek would say, yes, that counts. You add the DFS to Coach Talk, still counts. Very good. It would be acceptable, but you would yes. have to say, what is? What DFS? is DFS Coach Talk? <laughs> well, that's, that's what we're here for you to describe to you if you don't already know. And we'll do that as we go. We absolutely will. But, you know, again, I want to make mention, too, you know, we've had uh, some of our largest audiences on on YouTube here this week. And we're, I think the NBA Finals has everybody pumped up. So if you're watching right now on YouTube, please take a second, thumbs up, and definitely uh, hit the uh, subscribe button. We also changed our contest. Uh, we uh, picked a winner and we'll be announcing tomorrow for, for this past month. But this month, it's, it's going to be if you are a subscriber 
on if you uh, if you become a, a subscriber this month on YouTube, you are entered in a contest for a one month free membership uh, to uh, Coach Talk. So uh, definitely, if you haven't taken the time, maybe that'll motivate you to do it. We'd love for you to be a subscriber and hit the little alarm button. That's the key because we're doing so many podcasts right now. When they post, if you have that little uh, alarm button clicked, it will alert you when our podcast posts. And you certainly don't want to miss, uh, you know, Andrew and Shane when they're when they're uh, crushing the football. And then we've got basketball going and golf and everything else. So. We would love, love if you guys get in there with us and uh, subscribe and be a part of what we're doing. All right. Friday, October 2nd. It's incredible how fast time is going by. Uh, but we are in the middle of the fall here. We get daylight savings time coming pretty soon as well. So uh, very interesting. Well, the first thing we're going to look at the injuries. We alluded to it a little bit at the beginning, and it is the biggest story of game two. It looks very doubtful, and I would say 100% on Goran Dragic. Uh, he actually has a torn plantar fascia. How do you, I always say that wrong. Yeah, but it's, it's a tough one. Plantar fascia. Fascia. Plantar yeah. fascia. And it's that, that's not a good that's, thing. It's, uh, it's, it hurts how it is to say it. It's hard to say, and it really hurts. It's painful. And it takes a long time to come back from. There's just no possible way he's going to be back at all this series. Bam, on the other hand, is definitely listed as doubtful. Uh, and he he has uh, he got an injury to that shoulder on that sort of freak play when he was going down the middle. Uh, I can't see the fact that he he's going to play. It's, it's a neck strain. Is the is what they're saying he's doubtful for, but he also has a strained shoulder, so he's sort of a wreck. So those are the two pieces of news, and obviously, and we'll turn real quickly to the Bet US uh, line for this game. You know, it's up to ten now. Lakers are favored by ten, and two sixteen and a half is the over under. So, you know, it's uh, it's going to cost you a few bucks, minus five hundred on the money line. But for some reason, if you think the Heat can pull off a miracle, they're plus 400. So, you know, that's going to make the game a little bit tougher. So let's let's start with this, Andrew, and I'll, I'll pose this question to you. Um, let's start with the big question, the Heat. Uh, how are they going to adjust to this? And then, you know, who do you think is going to be in the rotation starting and getting the minutes for the heat and then let's let's talk this through because i have a few takes here a little bit interesting as well so what do you think well i think they'll start my man olenic who was uh quite an important figure in game one in terms of our breakdowns and, and how things worked out he was he was in our gpp lineup on FanDuel that cashed uh didn't look great there in the first half it was really interesting how it played out the lakers went big as as i predicted with howard in the starting lineup so I thought it was going to be, you know, 20 minutes or so for Olenek like it was in the regular season against the Lakers. Right. But after after Howard checked out in the first quarter, Spolstra insisted on going small. And then I think Vogel reacted to that, changed his game plan, and didn't bring Howard in for the rest of the first half. So Spolstra kind of won the X's and O's. He wanted to make it, you know, let's go small. And it worked. 
but then, of course, you know, in the second half, things changed. Bam got hurt, um, and and Olenek came out there and played really well. You know, he he missed a couple threes. Didn't look great on his threes, but he, yeah. running that running that pick and roll with none. I mean, you know, he showed his skill, his versatility, rebounds, assists, scored a couple buckets, and he's basically their only legitimate center left. Right. So, you know, if the Lakers are going to play Howard at all, and if they start him again, I, I think Olenek's going to start. So that's what I would do if I was Spolstra. You know, and then uh, the other big question is what happens with Dragic's position, assuming he's out. I think it'll be none or hero. I wouldn't be, wouldn't surprise me either way, but I would lean towards maybe going with none. You know, he looked terrific down the stretch. You know, one of the most efficient nights of anyone, maybe the most efficient with his shooting. Uh, yeah. Didn't look, uh, you know, he looked comfortable, even though it was game one of the finals. He really looked great out there. And so that if you put none in the starting lineup, you leave Hero in his traditional spot, come off the bench as the sixth man, run that second unit. Um, so that's what I would do. But what do you think about the uh, Miami starting lineup? You know, I mean, I've got some, I guess, contrarian takes here. I mean, just sort of the eyeball thing of, of watching it unfold. And, you know, we, we talked so much about it and broke it down. Uh, you know, the thing that surprised me was, and I think we were both shocked because we were texting, we were sort of both panicking a little bit because in the rotation, everything was sort of going as we were thinking. And then there was that time where Howard goes out and you see Bam goes out and you think, okay, you know, Olenek's going to commit. Well, Solomon Hill comes in, like you said, and we're like, oh my God, what's going on here? So we, at that point, I'm thinking Kelly O's not going to get in this game at all. So they went small. And like you said, Vogel reacted by going small. So that was that's a big red flag for me. Um, because I, I think if Bam doesn't get hurt, I still don't know if Kelly O plays. Because he did not come in the game until midway through the third quarter or three quarters away through the third quarter when Bam got hurt. And he stayed in the game after that. So, you know, the million-dollar question for me is, is does Olenek just start in Bam's spot because he's the only true center that they could have, or does Spolstra go with the strategy that he went into game one with and play smaller and you know start a Hill or or you know Derek Jones Jr. or whomever, and then you know only use Kelly O when he has to, and then what that does is it completely changes the other side of the ball too. Because I can I can see if if Spolstra goes small, I, I I'd find it hard to believe that Howard would maybe even stay in that starting lineup. I know it sounds crazy because they won by a lot, but Howard's main role was to guard and annoy Bam, just like he did with the Joker. And now if you remove that and force him to guard somebody that's going to be out there like a a Hill or Crowder shooting threes. Uh, he's not going to be as effective. And so, you know, I'm not convinced. I think most people going into this game are going to say, okay, I'm plugging in Kelly O. I'm going to use Kendrick Nunn because he was the most, you know, looked the best. And I'm, I'm going to fade both of those areas. Uh, here's my, here's my theory. So this is where we got to talk it through because we're looking at it different and I expect us to, but I just, I don't, 
personally think Kelly O looked good. I think that he is he's a DFS stats guy because he's active and he runs into the ball. He's going to get rebounds. He's going to get some blocks and things. But he just didn't look smooth to me. I don't think he's right. I think he is hurt a little bit. There's a reason why he hasn't been in the rotation. He just looks sluggish to me. That three, his feet weren't set. It was just a dead brick. Almost broke the backboard on his air ball three. I just, he didn't look right to me. And I just don't, I think the Lakers are too athletic. And then for me, Kendrick Nunn is just like a gigantic flashing huge light of just it seems like the biggest trap play for every DFS player 85% own Kendrick Nunn now that Dragic is out because he played well and you know I know he hit some shots but to me all almost all that usage goes to Tyler Hero I think Tyler Hero starts I think he's the key to the game I'm debating even using him as a captain I think he gets 35 minutes and I think Kendrick Nunn will play the backup role 15, 17, 18 minutes. I don't think he'll have anywhere near the output that he did this first game, like everybody's going to think. And I get it. People want to plug in Olenek and plug in Nunn and then play James and Davis and Butler. I get it. You know, people are going to try to do that because that's, but I don't think that's the winning lineup. I, I really don't. I think that that none is somewhat of a sucker play. And I think that Kelly O does not look right. And I think they're both going to be massively over-owned. And I don't think you have to go there. You know, you're going to have to sacrifice one of the big three in James Davis or Butler in my builds. You're not going to be able to play all three. Um, this Smells and feels like an Anthony Davis take your foot off the gas game, which we've seen in multiple times in a row. Um, and I just I think at his price, he's the guy I want to back off of this game. Okay. And I just, you know, I think that not the, the contrarian play for me and, and what I want to run by in here on this whole setup now with these two major injuries is. I think the contrarian play, but but real sharp cash play, is to fade Olenek and Nunn because they're going to be massively overowned, and to focus on key guys that you can fit easily in your roster, like LeBron, Hero, Butler, Rondo, Crowder. Those guys that are going to get thirty plus minutes. And I think, you know, have the opportunity to do well. Here's the other thing. And, and let me throw this back to you then so I don't ramble on and on here. When you take Bam and Dragic off the floor in this playoff run, you've got to find massive usage that's got to go somewhere else. So where is that going to go? It's got to go to Tyler Hero. He's going to be a go-to guy and get a billion shots. Jimmy Butler is going to step up. I know he's hurt. He's the toughest guy, man. Those injuries that he had in that game, Anthony Davis would have missed all of next season with that injury. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his, the way he tweaked his ankle and his yeah. knee and everything, that dude's so tough. So Butler's going to get some of that. Hero's going to get a lot of it. And the guy that I, you know, the other two guys I'm considering, and then I'll let you comment on the Heat side, the other two guys I think that will pick up some of that slack. And statistically, 
you can look through it, and 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 they do. Is is Jay Crowder and Duncan Robinson? Robinson is a very sneaky guy. He only got three shots up, which is spells disaster. Spolster will tell you right now. If he doesn't shoot the ball at least ten times, we're gonna lose. That's just he opens the floor up for them. It's a different game when Duncan's shooting those three. Three. So those are the key, the guys I'm going to focus on, and then I'd love to get your feedback on it. Or I, I'm not going to 100% own for Hero, Butler, Crowder. I'd like to fit Robinson uh, in a few of the lineups uh, as well. What do you think? All right. Well, a lot to respond to there. Let's let's go back in order through the list. Um, starting with Kelly O. So what I'll agree with on is that he looked a little bit shaky to start, you know, and I think a lot of that just goes to the fact that it was the middle of the third quarter when he finally got out there. I mean, that's really not the easiest situation is no. you're, you're, you're hoping you get in in the first half. You don't. And then somebody goes down and then all of a sudden you're out there in the middle of the third quarter and he was pressing a little bit. So he took that long three. He took a quick three from the left wing. It, it, it you know, it was a brick, but um, I think it was just nerves and, and the situation. What, what about him going to Hill before him, though? Doesn't that alarm you a little? Well, it, it alarmed me in in game one, and then when he had Derek Jones Jr. in there. So he, it was clear, okay, he's taking a stand here. He's trying to go small. And right. so that was that was not good for the prospects of getting Olenek out there. But right. I think it's all different now with uh, the fact that Bam's going to be out and how Olenek and Derek, Derek Jones Jr. looked. Because I don't think Derek Jones Jr. looked very good at all. No, and he and he he didn't he didn't use his quickness to his advantage, and he got dominated on the boards. I mean, yeah. what was everybody on the broadcast saying throughout the first half? You know, what is Miami going to do here against this size? You're Are right. they going to make an adjustment? You know, uh, Mark or Jackson. Or is Vogel going to go back small? See, that's the, yeah. that's the million yeah. dollar thing. Yeah, because you're right. If if he stays big, I think you're right. They have to have him in there. They don't have anybody right. else unless they're gonna. Who's the other stiff? Uh, it's terrible for them. Uh, oh, Myers Leonard. Myers. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> Hope to God they don't have to go there. <laughs> yeah, there, there's the GPP play right there. Um, yeah. No. No, I'm not you're going right. there. Jones looked bad, and he was sort of a sweetheart pick. We had a lot of chirping going on, saying he could be the sweetheart guy off the bench, and he looked right. lost out there. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, he. So I, I think you look at, you just look at the tape and you realize, okay, that didn't work. Derek right. Jones Jr. as our biggest guy out there against LeBron, AD, and Howard, we are going to get absolutely dominated on the boards. It's, yeah. it's not going to work. I think Olenek is their only chance to even put up a fight on the boards. And I, I agree with you so, there. I do. So I think he's going to start. I, I think he's going to do fine. I think he's going to do better. You know, you mentioned him not looking right. And I, yeah, that reminded me, at the very end, if if you didn't notice, the last play of the game, it looked like he may have jammed his right hand. I don't know if it was his finger or his wrist or his hand. Uh, that concerns me a little bit. But uh, assuming he's fine there, I think he starts. I think he plays a good 26 minutes or more. And, you know, the, the other thing here is the price. Okay, we're not talking about a backup center who, you know, is going to get the start and then he's chalky and he's also like 9,000. You know, he's right. only 3,000 still on DraftKings. Yeah. The, the price is just not adjusted for the for the likely scenario that Bam is out. And he's 6.5 on FanDuel. Same thing. Right. Way too cheap. Well, let, let me respond just real super quickly to that one because 
I'm 100% going to play Kelly O on DraftKings, 100%. You have to because they obviously, you know, they didn't have time to adjust the price and, you know, you yeah. just, it makes everything work. But you don't have to on FanDuel. That's my point. I agree. You because don't have to. Because it's a big difference there. And that's, yeah. so that's where we're saying the two sites are so massively exactly. different with that. Yeah. And I think people that are going to roster them on DraftKings, the majority of those folks are going to put them on, on their FanDuel roster too. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Um, and then let's transition to none. So yes. with none, here's what I'll give you on none. A lot of his damage, well, all of his damage was done in that second half. And yes. a couple of those were drives to the to the hole. Where game the Lakers, was over. Game yep. was over. Lakers had the big lead. You didn't get the, the contest at the rim like you're going to get in the first quarter if he's out exactly. there. So that is a big change. But again, his price, he's only 5000 on DraftKings. And he's 6500 on FanDuel. So once again... I think it's going to be really hard to fade him on DraftKings. You can fade him on FanDuel. So that's that's how I'm approaching it. Um, See, I think you've got some people on DraftKings that are similar enough to his price that I think are assured solid minutes. Like Iguodala. Iguodala is a good play. I mean, they are shorthanded. He's a veteran. They're going to run him. They had him at the five in that one stretch. So he's going to play three, four, five. You know, and he gets a minute. So that's the only thing I'm saying with my fate of none is just, I mean, how many times have we had this discussion where somebody has a great game out of nowhere and then everybody flees, you know, to them and then they just, they fall flat the next game. It just, it happens constantly. Yeah, it could happen. It certainly could. But, and, you know, he's a shooter. He takes a lot of three-point shots. His shot could be off. I mean, but see, where you're the sharper than almost anybody I know in this industry is people would say, oh, he was hitting everything. He drove to the bucket, finished shots, hit threes. You know what? None of those shots were contested, like you said. Yeah. They, were, they had their subs in as well. The rotations were jacked up at that point. They're, you know, they were trying to figure out with Dragic and Bam what was going on. Nobody was out. They didn't have any shooters. I mean, there's so many things that fell into place. Right. Yes, he made some shots, but to me, maybe three of those shots were legit. The rest of them were just garbage con- confusion right. time in a 25-point game. So right. I, yeah. I'm with you there. Okay. So let me turn to the, a couple other guys you mentioned. Crowder. Yes. I think he is a really an X factor in terms of the builds, okay. uh, especially on FanDuel. You know, he's the guy that comes into play here that's affordable, if you want to get the big three in there, LeBron, right. AD, and Butler. But, you know, I'm not I'm not just like in game one, I was hesitating on playing him because of his defensive assignments. And it turned out he just had sort of an average game. Yeah. You know, same thing here. I mean, his his everything around him is changing, but he is still going to be out there battling with these bigger, you know, freak guys, LeBron and AD. And so it's just it's just not an easy series for him. Um, so I, I, I can see playing him. I don't think he's a bad play. He could go off, you know, and play much better, hit a few shots, score 30 fantasy points or more. But I don't think he's a must play. Um, and then you look at somebody like Duncan Robinson, who, yeah, they may say you got to shoot more. But, you know, he he really didn't step up to the occasion there in game one. I mean, the, he missed you know, some open shots, but he yeah. didn't get any. He didn't get in that many shots. He took three Lakers. Threes. 
I mean, the Lakers did a they, great job of containing him. him. So yeah. we talked about that beforehand, that we knew that one of the keys was not, you know, they were not going to let him shoot open threes. But here's the point, and this is where I really, really want to get your opinion. That usage from Dragic and Bam is enormous. It's almost, you know, it's 38% of that that much of the ball handling, shooting, scoring, DFS points. It has to translate somewhere. So where does the majority of that go? The hero and Butler? I think they get a little bit of a bump. I think Nunn and Olenek get the biggest bump. I really do. And okay. it's because it's because they're going to get the minutes. And I think they, the way they play together. I mean, they ran the pick and roll with each other down the stretch there in the second half. They look good. I, I thought they had chemistry together. I think they'll do more of it. And then you'll still get Butler doing his thing. You'll get Duncan Robinson spotting up. You'll get Jay Crowder spotting up. And then Hero will come on, come off the bench and do the very similar thing that he's been doing. The the point is, I, I agree that everything shrinks, but you know those are the guys that are going to get thirty minutes all of a sudden. And you may get a little bit of a bump from Iguodala and Butler and Hero, and they may take you know more of the the key shots. But I don't think it's going to be a massive change for Hero and Butler. I think it's going to be a massive change for Nunn and Olenek. Interesting. Yeah, I I mean, I'm just not convinced none gets the, as big a minutes, and I think Hero definitely starts. I mean, that's okay. – but I, I could be dead wrong. Well, I mean, we'll know before lock, and, you know, just in, in case you're uh, watching for the first time, uh, you know, we, we try to walk through all this, figure it out, you know, slice and dice it up, and then, uh, you know, the big thing tomorrow – throughout the day on Friday is follow us on uh, Twitter – because we'll be posting stuff throughout the day. All of us are at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic, and Shane is at DET Sports Shane. And, you know, as uh, the Coach Talk comes out tomorrow and people, you know, uh, they're mentioning lineups and matchups and everything else, all of that news breaks is all going to have an effect uh, on, on a lot of this stuff. So, uh, keep an eye there. And then the key factor is, like we do with everything in our process here at Coach Talk, is 30 minutes before lock, we're going to be in Discord with our members, chatting it up, talking it through, uh, posting final news, and then putting up uh, the co the coach's core there on DraftKings for the showdown slate, full lineups on FanDuel, full lineups on Yahoo. So, uh, we'll have everything uh, that you need there. And if you want to become a member, this is the time to do it. You want to throw our memberships out there, Andrew, for us? Yeah, you can get a week membership if you just want to check us out. You go for a month, you get an annual membership. We've got a nice core of annual members. Or you can get the fall special, which is a nice reduction on the monthly price, but it takes you through the end of this calendar year. So with all these overlapping sports, uh, it's a great time to join us. But Whichever length of time membership you get, you get access to all of our sports. So every single football lineup uh, for every slate, uh, every basketball lineup, every MLB playoff lineup, and every golf lineup. So just go to DFSCoachTalk.com, grab a membership, and we'll get you in Discord in a few minutes. And uh, that's, where you, that's where we give out the lineups. Yeah, and we have a great community in there chatting up, talking, you know, just a lot of good minds in their DFS minds. And the fall special is only going to be offered for another 13 days. We're 
under the two week mark that 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 will be off the board then. Uh, so, you know, take advantage of that for sure. And, you know, before we get into the Lakers side, because I want to take just as deep of a dive there um, is uh, let's hear from our wonderful presenting sponsor. And it's actually the Wednesday Bet US show. So let's hear from our man with the coolest voice in the industry. Here is a word from BetUS. Wake up, sports bettors. Sports are in high gear at BetUS.com, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. Earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry, BetUS. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sportsbook welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code COACHTALK for 125% sign-up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, Coach Talk. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sports book is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball. All right. Yes, definitely take advantage of that 125% offer. It is the best in the biz. All right. The Los Angeles Lakers. And I'm before I throw it to you, I won't go on a, a rant like I did with the Heat, but I will say this. I have decided that the key to my slate is I'm not going to play Anthony Davis. Now, you could call me crazy, and I've been called a lot worse, but, you know, his price, I mean, first of all, if you plug him in as a captain on DraftKings, it's 18-3, which is a lot. He's 12-2 regularly, and on FanDuel... um, 14-5. 14-5, so... You know, it does change things. You know, if if you're going to play LeBron and Davis, it does it does shuffle into the fact that you're going to have to buy into the value chalk guys because Olenek, none of those guys, big time chalk. So for me, I just you know we've seen this re- repeatedly during the regular season in the bubble games and in the playoff run here. His consistency of games, he just lets up a little bit. You know, he had a couple of games there where he had two rebounds, etc. This, you know, I know they don't have any inside presence. And if, you know, you would think a guy like Davis could just name his score because nobody can stop him at the rim in, a, in, you know, in this matchup. But, you know, I just don't know if he settles for some jump shots sort of takes a little bit of the game off. And then if it is a double-digit spread and they, you know, don't play as much minutes or don't play down the stretch, that also is a factor because when he gets to 5 or 6X at a big price like that, he usually needs some fourth-quarter run to get there. So, again, the, the differentiator for me is if, if I sit Davis – I can play those mid-price guys that I think could smash and pick up the usage and not play the contrarian chalk, or I'm sorry, the 
the value chalk that everybody else is playing. So what do you think? Too risky for a you cash know, it's, player? It's very intriguing. Uh, it is it is a little risky for a cash player. It's funny how some of the uh, angles I'm looking at feel a little bit more like a cash approach and some of the stuff you're talking about. I know we're late. sort of flipping spots here. Today. A little more GPP. Yeah, <laughs> a little, little bit of a flip. Um, but, uh, you know, I was just kind of chuckling looking at the the FanDuel possibilities if you fade Anthony Davis. And it opens up a world it's, of uh, It does. It's an interesting build. So I, I can see why you're you're playing with that. Um, and then over on DraftKings, you know, what it comes down to really is just who is going to be your captain. If you put somebody like LeBron as your captain, you think he's going to have a, you know, triple-double type game, then you can't really play Butler and Davis and be right. excited about the rest of your lineup after that. So that's why it makes sense at that point to potentially fade Anthony Davis. So for that build, I think it makes sense. You know, you really have to make projections and calculate what you think everybody's going to produce in terms of fantasy points and then yeah. compare the two. If you use LeBron as captain, how does that look with the guys you want to fill out your roster on DraftKings? Or right. if you take the other approach on DraftKings and use a cheaper captain like Nunn or Linux, guys who are underpriced for what they're likely going to get for minutes, then you can afford Davis and LeBron and Butler and still have a couple, you know, value plays that you like. So I, I think all of those builds are are possible winners. Um, and it's going to be fun to try to sort it out. It is. there. I mean, there's no, you know, dead set way to go. I do think the chalk will be more towards, uh, you know, playing, like I said, non-Alinic, those guys that allow you to, to stack Davis, LeBron, and Butler. But you know, if you do that, and if that is the chalk, that sort of takes uh, Hero and Butler and a few guys out of play. Crowder, Rondo, you can't really play those guys right. in those other builds. So, you know, I don't, I think it's suicide to fade LeBron and Davis. You just, you have to, you know, to me, you pick your battle here. Yep. LeBron has just been so steady, such a leader, does whatever, you know, I mean, He's flirting with a triple-double every game. I mean, hes I haven't seen him take his foot off the gas at all. And uh, I just trust him a lot more than Anthony Davis. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're always just a little trip or a, a stubbed toe away from <laughs> him going to the locker room, too. Yes. I know we haven't seen it, and I, I'm not trying to be negative and hate, hate on Davis, but, you know, Let's just face it; it happens with him. So I mean, he's he's gone to the locker room more during games than LeBron or Butler. Yeah. It's just a fact. It, it is, and and this last game, he had two or three of those incidents where he yeah. was grasping something like you know a soccer player, and you know, <laughs> not to be negative with the, the soccer Cup. players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I was waiting for the guy to run out and give him give him a red card. Is, is what it says. <laughs> But right. anyway, so, you know, that's my strategy and what I wanted to go through on this show. And I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. We have all day tomorrow to hear the news and, and listen. Uh, but, you know, I think it's safe to say, you know, Andrew, we can expect, build everything, get those lineups reserved, get your shell lineup built. Bam's not going to play. Definitely uh, Dragic isn't going to play. And then you just make your decision. Do you know, do you want to play? 
uh, a cheaper captain and put all the studs in there? Do you want to, you know, play that that new chalk, if you will, in a Linux and none, or do you want to sit one of the big big uh, guys? Now, personally, I think Butler is every bit or more uh, important in this build than Davis because of what I said. I just think that usage has to go to somebody that's going to step up. And I, I think Butler and Hero are those guys personally. So that makes him even a notch bigger. Because, you know, I've, I've stacked LeBron and Davis throughout the playoffs. Yes, I you really have. have. Yep. And uh, I, just, I just think that the injuries and the way, you know, that it'll unfold, it, it moves Butler up past Davis for me. That's really what it comes down to. So, okay. I mean, you can go through different ways you want to look at that. But I think the bottom line is you either, you know, go with the chief captain right now. If, if I was to lock my lineup in right now, LeBron would be my captain. I just think it's the safest. If you want to go one notch lower, I don't think Tyler Hero is a bad play. And I do think he'll start. So we got to see that news. But, you know, there's other guys that are going to step up here. If Miami can keep this within 15, you saw what happened in this last game. I was really surprised the Lakers stuck with their players because they cut it to like what 18 or something. So they didn't want to pull their guys. So, you know, if, if it's not like some hellacious blowout, we should get a good enough run from these guys to at least get a good feel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, just to follow up with one more point on the Lakers, all this talk about Olenek and none as, as value plays because of their price, you know, that's what happens is you overlook, the Lakers guys who are still at good prices, you know, Rondo 10,000 on FanDuel 66 on DraftKings. Yes. And then Caruso and Howard, you know, Howard is down at 3.6 on DraftKings. If he starts, he can pay that off in the first quarter. Caruso 3.8 only, and then only 7k on FanDuel really good price for him too. So uh, that's why I'm, I'm actually excited about this slate in terms of DFS, you know, we're assuming that the Lakers are going to have an easy time finishing out this series, but still a lot of opportunities for DFS. There are. And, you know, it's a rallying cry for Miami to step up and guys to have bigger games. You know, how many times have you seen games like this, too, where everybody's expecting it now to be a blowout? I mean, everybody said, I think what I posted in our Discord, you know, as soon as that the second injury happened, I put all the brooms up there. You know, everybody's saying, oh, it's over. It's a sweep. It's going to be a lousy series now, you know, and believe me, I guarantee us Folster has that plastered all over the locker room saying, hey, they're counting us out, fellas. It's one game and they're counting us out. So, yeah, I think, you know, he's a great coach. They're a great organization. You know, Butler and Crowder will, will fight you to the death. So, I mean, to have those two guys going out there, you know, I, I give them a, a fighter's chance to at least hang in there and, and make it a game. Yep, you know, I, I, I sure hope it is. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Very good. All right. A um, couple things real quickly I wanted to mention. If Again, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, a thumbs up, and hit the little alarm button. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, iHeart, Stitcher, please take a second there. Give us five stars, quick review, a thumbs up. We really appreciate that. Uh, you know, we want those rankings to go up so more people can hear us and, and see what's going on here at Coach Talk. Also, our charity of choice here is mambaon3.org. That's M A M B A 
O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Uh, fantastic charity set up by the Bryan family. So, you know, uh, hopefully this gives everybody a feeling what we're looking here at and how it's going to play out. You know, we, we'll get a little more clarity tomorrow when we hear starting lineups. Um, you know, I guess my last piece of advice is, you know, I wouldn't go to the bigs for L.A. because I just – I my gut tells me that Miami goes small and Vogel reacts again. And so it, you know, McGee didn't get in Howard. We don't know. He sat a lot once, you know, the things change and they went small. So, you know, I could see AD playing center, Markeith Morris playing center. Uh, so I, you know, I'd steer a little clear of that. And then, you know, I would take a long look and I know I'm contrarian saying this, but I take a long look before you plug none in and specifically on FanDuel before you plug Olenekin. Because remember, they are going to be chalk. And I know people are going to say, well, use them as a blocker. If 90% of the people have them in cash, then you need to use them. But you know what? I've also you know, had undefeated nights by fading the chalk of a guy that everybody uses, and he lays an egg. So, you know, knife cuts both ways, that's for sure. So any, yes, any wrap-up for you there, sir? No, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and uh, we, we may end up with, with Andrew building more of a, a cash lineup and Coach building more of a GPP lineup on this one. We may have to just call them both hybrids because we're leaning <laughs> the other directions. This yeah. is very, very odd for us. Yeah. to. Usually it's cut and dry. I've got the, right. the, the, the stone cash ones a little safer, a little stronger than you've got some of your, you know, GPP shots that can take stuff down. But, yeah, I think we're – we're uh, crossing over here a little bit. You know, we can definitely use that. My favorite term is hybrid. I love hybrid. That just means play it wherever you think you can win it. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, so we'll have a lot of that too. So terrific, terrific, man. I'm excited. Uh, It's tough not having basketball every day. It's every other day now, but uh, we hope you guys enjoy this. We hope it helps. Uh, You know, we'll, we'll miss tomorrow with basketball. Uh, but then we'll be back uh, the following day for for game three. At least we know that for sure. So uh, we appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, Andrew. Great job as usual. And, uh, you know, we'll certainly be in touch a lot tomorrow on Twitter and a ton in Discord, dfscoachtalk.com. Check us out. We want to thank the the presenting sponsor of this show, betus.com.pa. Definitely check them out. DFS Coach Talk is the promo code. So thank you very much. Have a great Friday. It's going to be a tremendous sports weekend. Uh, Join us here at DFS Coach Talk, and we'll look to catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.